This is No Stop Lights with Ken Ard. Let me thank our sponsors before we get started too far down this road. Uh, Mickey Finn's is a big sponsor of ours, largest South Carolina liquor wholesaler serving every county in the state, largest bourbon selection statewide in South Carolina, ship wines to 43 states. Imagine that, opening soon, a new beverage warehouse across from Bucky's on I-95 in Florence, South Carolina. Big Gamecock fans furnish a lot of the booze, including Williams-Brice Stadium and Colonial Life Arena. I want to thank those folks for being a part of our feeble attempt at podcasting here at um, No Stop Lights with Kennard. Uh, I want to get my notes here straight. There, there's kind of an interesting story out there today about Dominion voting machines and Fox News. Fox News has been one of the greatest game changers in, in modern American politics. No question about it. The majority of us believed most of our lifetime as conservatives that we didn't get a fair shake. But we accepted the premise that the media was largely left-leaning. Uh, some of the journalism schools that educated a lot of um, very smart, very diligent, very capable, very competent journalists. But they had a left-leaning bias about. Roger Ailes and Rupert Murdoch came together and created Fox News. It has become somewhat of a monster in media. It is um, probably the media enterprise, other than maybe the late Rush Limbaugh, for um, for allowing conservatives to gather in a place where they feel they get better than their fair shake. It has been a monumental force in American politics, um, and you know it has because the New York Times, the Washington Post, and some of the other traditional legacy media outlets have tried at every turn to offend or disparage Fox News. So Fox News has a situation on their hands. Fox News is being um, accused of slander and defamation by allowing their pundits uh, to come on their network and say things that they knew couldn't be proven. I didn't say they weren't true. I said they knew they couldn't be um, proven. Now, I want to go on the record. The 2020 election is still an oddity to me. I've looked at the statistical anomalies. I've tried to understand uh, what could have happened, what did happen, what didn't happen, what might have happened. There is very little we can prove except that a higher percentage of people in swing states voted. That There's no denying that. Now, now once again, I have coined the phrase, the Democrats stole it fair and square. We were in the middle of COVID. There were many, many hundreds of thousands of unsolicited mail-in ballots. We know the story, uh, some of us know the story, on ballot harvesting. Um, there was not rampant ballot harvesting in Wyoming. There was not rampant ballot harvesting in South Carolina. There was a lot of shenanigans that are um, unexplained. Uh, I didn't say proven. Uh, there, there's not been a lot proven because they really hadn't been investigated. The court said that um, we don't want to meddle in elections. I mean, when Donald Trump began issuing challenges, the courts basically said we're not going to go down that path. We're not setting that precedent to question the outcome of presidential elections. But but once again, there were many, many, many statistical anomalies that are hard to comprehend. They're hard to get your arms around. I'll give you an example. Um, there are about eight counties in Wisconsin that averaged a 66, 67, 68% turnout over the, historic, the history of uh, six or eight or 10 presidential elections. I think it's the past six presidential elections, well, it includes the midterms. It would have been uh, two midterms and four, um, excuse me, it would have been four elections, two presidential and two midterms. But but as we analyze and debate those, um, those numbers, that math, it's pretty obvious to me that the Democrats did a much better job than the Republicans of taking advantage of some of the COVID um, 
latch restrictions. In other words, they made it easier by unsolicited mail-in ballots, by ballot harvesting. Um, we, we know some of the stories. Now, the left doesn't believe anything happened. The right believes a lot of things happened. But there's never been a thorough investigation. Despite what the mainstream media says, there's never been a thorough investigation as to what may or may not have happened in the 2020 election. Once again, I have landed here. They stole it fair and square. And I think the Trump administration did the former president a great disservice by not being as prepared as they needed to be knowing that some of these laws got changed because of COVID, social distancing, lockdowns, and, and the likes. But, but as a result of was the election legitimate or not, I'm careful not to use the word stolen, was the outcome of the election in 2020 legitimate or not? I think that is a very appropriate question and a question that I'm not sure we've ever delved into as deep as we should. Fox News allowed many of their celebrated pundits, and I'm talking about the Tucker Carlson's, the Jesse Waters, the Sean Hannity's, the Laura Ingram's. Fox News allowed their pundits to go on uh, on Fox News every night and perpetuate the story that the election was stolen. Now, now once again, Hannity's not a journalist last time I checked. Waters is not a journalist. Um, I don't know that, that Tucker Carlson has ever um, couched himself or identified as a journalist. I'm not a journalist. I'm an opinion monster. I perceive Tucker as an opinion monster. Rachel Maddow on the left is an opinion monster. Joe Scarborough would be an opinion monster. Um, to the left or right, depends on who pays Joe uh, the most money. Jo- Joe will, uh, I mean, a lot of these folks are political prostitutes. You know, they're, they're on the left until the right offers them more money. They're on the right until the left offers them more money. I mean, they're corporate mouthpieces is what they are. You hardly ever hear what they really believe for fear they may lose a paycheck. But, but, but Rupert Murdoch allowed some of the most celebrated and, and acclaimed pundits on his network to perpetuate a story that Dominion voting machines may or may not be in, uh, may or may not have been responsible for some of what happened in the 2020 election. Dominion has filed a $1.6 billion lawsuit. Um, Fox's financial statements, their publicly traded company, they can't hide this, this information. They've got several billion dollars cash on hand. So Fox is a, a pretty likely target that they've got billions of dollars on hand, billions of dollars in liquidity on hand, and they allowed their pundits to come on the air every night saying disparaging um, or, or I guess offering up disparaging opinions about what Dominion may or may not have done. I, I said it earlier and I'll say it again. There are a lot of things that happened in the election of 2020 that we can't explain. But, but I, I don't know that I blame the voting machines. There, there's some out there that believe there was a glitch, there was an intentional glitch that would convert one vote to another vote. Um, I'm, I'm as conspiracy theorist as most, but, but I hesitate to say that until you can prove it. It's hard for me to argue that Dominion did not run a legitimate voting operation when I have no evidence that shows otherwise. Now, some have said they have evidence. They've not given the evidence over to law enforcement or some of the credible authorities to investigate whether or not Dominion did have a glitch in their software. I I am very comfortable saying that there are certain places in swing states where traditionally or historically 60-some-odd percent have voted in the COVID election of 2020, 85, 90, 92 uh, percent. There are nursing homes in Wisconsin 
that had 100% turnout. Now, you may believe that Miss Smith, 93-year-old with Alzheimer's, voted. I don't. I think somebody voted for her. But I'm not blaming Dominion for that. But, but once again, the lawsuit says that Fox allowed their personalities to slander um, the trustworthiness of their machines. Fair enough. We have courts. We have um, lawyers. We have a judicial system. We have litigation. Uh, we probably litigate more than anybody in the world. I'm sure we litigate more than anybody in the world. But, but I want to make a point. Is America in trouble if Sean Hannity has an opinion and is allowed to express that opinion? If Tucker Carlson has an opinion, is allowed to express that opinion? If Rachel Maddow has an opinion, if Joe Scarborough has an opinion, um, if anybody has an opinion and they don't portray themselves as a journalist or, or truth teller, then what's the problem? Here's my problem. In the 2020 election, we have very firm evidence that the FBI colluded with members of the DNC in misrepresenting information that led to the issuance of a FISA warrant. We know that. I mean, that, that is indisputable. We have had an FBI agent or a former FBI agent charged with a crime, altering a document that led to the issuance of a FISA warrant. So to the many millions of people on the left who are so deeply concerned and bothered by Fox News allowing certain personalities of notoriety, no doubt, I mean, there's no question they are men and women of notoriety. They have a large audience. They have a large voice in the political, um, in the political uh, discourse. But, but are you really bothered that Hannity said something, that, that Tucker said something, that Maddow said something, that, that George Stephanopoulos may have said something? True, not true. Correct, not correct. Um, semi-accurate, semi-accurate. That's nowhere near as troubling as a potential FBI agent going rogue, involving himself and in trying to out, alter or dictate the outcome of an election. So, so yes, I'm bothered if Fox intentionally misled, just as I'm bothered every day by what the New York Times reports and by what the Washington Post won't report and by what Twitter censored about, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop and the Joe Biden connection to the Hunter Biden laptop. But, but I am ultimately far more concerned, a thousand million trillion times more concerned by the antics of the FBI, the CDC, the WHO, the NIH, the CIA, members of Congress. Tucker Carlson has no official responsibility to the federal government. Rachel Maddow has no official responsibility to the federal government. The bureaucrats within these administrative agencies are, they, they must be trustworthy. They have to treat both parties the same. They have to treat both ideologies the same. And they simply did not. So as we discuss or try and better understand the case Dominion is trying to make against Fox, let, let's understand, to me, the more sensitive debate, the more important debate is what we aren't investigating. Now, maybe Comer and the oversight, maybe Jordan and Judiciary will, will, will pursue some degree of validity and truth as to what Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, uh, what their connections are in business. I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but there are a lot of unanswered questions there that we seem to not be very interested in finding the answers to. We're extremely interested. I mean, the left media is very interested in this connection with Fox and its, and its uh, personalities and what they allow to go on the air, but we're not that interested in what the FBI may or may not have done. We're not that interested in what Dr. Fauci may or may not have misrepresented. So, so, so I'm, yeah, I'm bothered 
by the news not telling you the truth. But I've come to expect Fox to give me a version, just as I've come to expect CNN to give me a version, just as I've come to expect um, MSNBC to give me a version, CBS, ABC, NBC. Everybody has an agenda. They're not there to tell you the truth. They're not there to tell you how the world really is. Their intent is to tell you how they wish the world were, how they they have a, an intensely burning desire for the majority of American policy to be left-leaning. There's no disputing that. I mean, I don't think, I think serious people can debate whether or not Fox should be held liable to some degree for what they allowed to happen. That's not the story. The story is not whether Tucker misled or Rachel misleads or Rachel Maydow misleads. The story is, can we trust the FBI? Can we trust the CIA? Can we trust the government? And, and sadly, I'd say no. No. 